FS2R family, what is up? Welcome to the very first episode of the brand new podcast from Seeds to Roots, where we plant new seeds surrounding our perceptions, traditions, values, and mindsets. I'm your host, Alexis Simone, and on this episode of FS2R, we will dig deep to discuss the art of authenticity on a 5D level, self-determination theory and how it relates to authenticity, the naked truth about the spiritual community that nobody wants to address, and how to better acknowledge the matrix within us. Stick around because later I'm going to drop a few seeds in your pocket based on the points discussed in this episode. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then sit back, relax, and get ready to plant some seeds on From Seeds to Roots. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Alexis Simone, and I just want to say shout out to everybody who was tuning in for the very first time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys don't understand. This has been a three month project that I've been working on, just trying to get the show up and running and, you know, going through the script and getting everything squared away. But, you know, we're here. I'm so grateful. I'm so honored to finally, finally, finally be stepping into my mission and helping you all better align with your mission and your purpose and your goals. So without further ado, let's jump in. Now, before we get into our discussion, I kind of want to go over a few SMART goals that we'll be addressing at the beginning of each episode. The whole purpose of the SMART goals is to help you all better align with the topics discussed in each episode so you all can really dig deep to determine what mindsets, perceptions, and attitudes that you need to uproot. If you're not familiar with a SMART goal, SMART goals are structured to help you set clear objectives and parameters for accomplishing whatever action you desire to take. So SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. So I'm going to take a few moments just to kind of go through each letter of the acronym of SMART so you can better understand how to work with these SMART goals and what you all should consider when working on these SMART goals that we have outlined for each episode. So with that being said, let's get into it. So S stands for specific. Specific basically addresses what are you trying to accomplish? What is your overall goal? And what steps will you take to get there? M stands for measurable. What will you use to measure how you accomplish your goal? How often will you measure the goal? A stands for attainable. Will you even be able to complete the goal? Are there any additional skills or resources that you'll need in order to do so? R stands for realistic. How does the goal relate or align with your mission and your purpose? And T stands for time bound. What is your desired time frame to complete the goal? Now, please keep in mind that the time frame should also be realistic and that certain goals may take a longer time for you to complete them. Now that we've covered the general concept of what a SMART goal is, I'm going to dig into two SMART goals that I've already created that will help you better align with the information that we're going to discuss in today's episode. SMART goal number one, begin the process of acknowledging any patterns that you wish to change or uproot 
within yourself that will help you become more authentic within the 5D space. Smart goal number two, once you've identified any patterns that you want to change or uproot, create a plan of action that will address the following. What the pattern is, how will you adjust and make changes? How long will you work towards this goal? Will it be daily, weekly, bi-weekly? And how will you track and monitor your progress? And please feel free to create your own additional SMART goals that will help you better align with any information that we discuss in these episodes. All right. With that being said, let's dig deep and let's get into our discussion. I'm going to start this conversation off by asking the question, what do you all think is the current reality related to authenticity as a collective? Can you say that collectively we are all moving towards a more authentic more high vibrational space. It's easy to say yes, given all the energetic shifts that are taking place. If you're, you know, you're someone like myself who enjoys, you know, listening and getting messages from, you know, a, a spiritual teacher or a spiritual leader or maybe like tarot, you know, it's, e it's very easy to say yes based on the overall collective energy that comes out in these messages, right? But what if we switched gears here and took a deeper look at the collective energy? Over these past few years, I've noticed a lot of division amongst the collective. You know, there seems to be this illusionary energy of we're all moving forward, right? But what if I asked you, how are we collectively moving forward if we still struggle with accepting differences of opinion? How are we collectively moving forward if we still play favorites amongst spiritual leaders? How are we collectively moving forward if we still are not able to digest certain truths simply because we don't like the vessel in which the truth is coming out of? Now, I'm going to ask a question. We're going to come back to it later on in the episode. As we go through each topic, I really want you to sit back and think about your life and how all this aligns within within you. So the question is, looking at your life right now, in this present moment, can you honestly say that you are being authentic as possible in almost every area of your life? Now just hold that thought. I now wanna discuss the art of authenticity. You know, we constantly hear this, we constantly hear this word, authenticity. You know, that's floating around the internet, whether you're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, wherever, right? Authenticity, authenticity. You know, we have to be authentic. We have to be authentic. You know, you'll hear a lot of people say, you know, it's the age of Aquarius. It's all about authenticity. So what is authenticity? Now, a lot of times when we speak of authenticity, we speak of it in a real 3D material plane aspect. And that, of course, includes living and speaking one's truth, trusting your own instincts, embracing and being honest about your struggles and your challenges. And one that I noticed that a lot of people really don't seem to um, take a look at is accepting others truth without trying to control them or the situation in order to satisfy the false self. Now, let's discuss authenticity on a 5D level. When I think of authenticity on a five dimensional or a higher dimensional level, I think of 
I think of things such as being in tune with any planetary aspects in your birth chart. Now let's keep it a buck. How many of us are really and and truly aligning with any of these planetary shifts that we see? Meaning how many of us are taking a look at how these shifts show up in our birth charts and how that is impacting our current reality? So for example, you see a lot of planets that are going into retrograde, planets that are in, you know, conjunction and in square and in different aspects to one another. How many of you are really learning what those are, what they mean, and how you can take advantage of those energies to either help heal you, help you better manifest and call in something that you wish to achieve? I'm going to keep it honest with you. I don't do it as much as I should. You know, I can be honest about that. I will say last year when we had the uh, Venus in retrograde. Now, if you're familiar with the energy of Venus, Venus is the planetary ruler of the second house, which is Taurus. You know, that's earth energy. That's all about your money, your possessions, your values in terms of the material world. When we had that Venus retrograde, You know, I saw a lot of shifts and a lot of changes happening with finances, with possessions. I was no longer physically, mentally, and energetically attached to it. I saw a lot of karmic money being uprooted because the way in which I was getting the money through the jobs that I was working, it was no longer serving me and where I was headed. So that's just one example of authenticity on a 5D level. A few other ones are taking action and accountability for one's own triggers, which, you know, in the spiritual, in the spiritual community, honey, folks, they still got some issues with that. But we ain't going to dig too deep in that right now. We'll discuss more of that later. And another one is trying to understand other people's, you know, opinions, perspectives, or decisions from a higher perspective. So now that you all have a more holistic understanding of what authenticity is, not just on a 3D level, but also on a 5D level, let's discuss self-determination theory. Self-determination theory. You're probably asking, well, Alexis, what what, what is that? And how does that even relate to authenticity? Self-determination theory is a motivational theory where individuals seek out new challenges to master and integrate new experiences. It incorporates the factors of both intrinsic and extrinsic motivation to help determine the following. If performance of an activity is due to the desire to maintain some outcome separable from the self, meaning extrinsic motivation, or if performance of an activity is for the satisfaction, the enjoyment, the love, the passion, the dedication of the activity, which would be intrinsic motivation. Self-determination theory breaks down to propose four additional reasons people may have for striving and two we already discussed, but we're, we're going we're gonna to go into all four. So the first one, external, striving because someone else wants you to, thinks you should, or to get an external reward. Number two, interjected, striving because you would feel ashamed guilty or anxious if you did not pursue the goal. Number three, identified. Striving because you really believe that it is an important goal to have and you freely embrace and value it. And number four, striving because of the fun 
enjoyment, passion, love, dedication that the goal itself provides you. Now, I know some of you are probably wondering, well, okay, what does that have to do with authenticity? Well, think about it. When you answered that call, when you decided to step on that pathway, what was your motivation for doing so? Did you decide to jump on this pathway because what you saw a motivational video online or a post? Did you do so because you know that there's reward in being obedient? And let's keep it real. We all, a lot of us want the accolades for this shit. But how many of us are really genuinely willing to do the work and embrace the work that comes with it? Did you do this because you knew deep down inside that this is something that you're meant to do and you would feel ashamed or guilty later on if you didn't do it? Or did you simply do this because you know that it's not about you? It's not about the next person. It's about the overall collective goal that's important to you, whether you know it or not. Your motivation for choosing to walk on your path is a direct reflection of the mindsets and perceptions that you have regarding not only spirituality as a whole, but also how you think, feel, perceive others who share the same collective energy as you. For example, if you're someone who likes to overtly and harshly criticize and fact check others who like to share and give information and who are doing so at their own free will, that's a strong indicator that you may have stepped into the spiritual space for a more external introjected reason. And you know, hey, you know, that's fine. That's your business. You know, if that's the case, then maybe you should consider analyzing that to see where that stems from. You know, people have to realize, especially people in the so-called black community or what I like to call the aboriginal community, that the desire for quote unquote black excellence should not exist in the spiritual space. Simply because what we value and consider to be excellent is a contradiction to what being spiritual really even is. You know, I think people tend to get it mixed up and look at the spiritual community as a safe haven for their problems or another so-called radical black organization that can make them feel proud. While you do get a sense of hope and confidence from being and taking a part of the collective, you know, we can't solely be dependent on that or others to make us feel whole. When we talk about authenticity and lifting the veil, we really have to look at it from a deeper perspective other than speaking and living one's truth. It's like as above, so below. You know, the same contradicting energies that you see within other communities are the same energies that are now manifesting in the spiritual community. And I don't think we're mindful enough and we're taking a look at that. And we're also going to discuss mindfulness um, next week on our show. So if you enjoyed this episode, then definitely tune in next week as we discuss mindfulness and the art of truth telling. Even within our own spiritual space, it's like we still have this giant freaking illusion being painted over our heads. Not everyone who is within this community is in this community for, I don't want to say the right reasons, but there seems to be some confusion as to what this really is. You know, despite your title, whether you are a tarot reader, a Reiki healer, you know, just someone online who likes to post quotes or 
no, no matter what your title is, you can simply just be a viewer. Individually and collectively, we have to do a better job at discerning who has the collective's best interest in heart, mind, and spirit. As people begin to progress within the community, you really start to get a sense of what their original motivation was for even stepping, you know, either onto their platform or into their mission in the first place. You know, as some people do start to progress and become more quote unquote popular, you know, to me, it seems like their level of authenticity, it's like it starts to get diminished by like this false paradigm of the 3D. And I know some of you are like, well, what do you mean exactly? In the spiritual space, you start to see 3D issues like pride, ego, competition, especially as the numbers go up. The interesting thing is these individuals don't even see the dramatic but yet subtle changes that are occurring. This goes back to what I was discussing earlier with self-determination theory. You know, if you're somebody who stepped into this space originally because you have a love and dedication for the people and you genuinely wanted to help people step into alignment and break out of the falsehoods of their of their reality. But yet now you done got your head blown up because you got a certain amount of subscribers and now you getting a certain amount of views, then you need to check nuts and get your ass back into alignment. Because what you don't understand is that message is not going to hit the same and have as much of an impact on the people had you kept some level of decency and humility within yourself. Now, granted, you are still going to have people who step into the spiritual space for monetary gain, especially as things start changing with our everyday reality. Look at the how many people are leaving their jobs. A lot of people are realizing, you know what? They regular nine to fives aren't cutting it. They're not happy. They're stressed out. People just want a sense of freedom, right? So you have a lot of folks who are discovering who they are, who are tapping into spirituality and realizing, wait a minute, I can make more money by being my authentic self. I can make more money by doing what it is that I love, what I'm passionate about. Then I can sitting at a desk, crunching numbers for somebody who I can't effing stand. I'll give you an example. I remember about a year ago, I was reading an article online about a young woman. She took her $1,200 stimulus check and she started her own multi-million dollar life coaching business. I kid you the fuck not. I said, damn. But the point is, as you start seeing people, as things are changing in the job market, and a lot of people are leaving their jobs to follow their passions, especially if you're someone who is meant to work within the spiritual space, whether it's Reiki healing, making candles, making protection jewelry, tarot reading, whatever may have you. As more and more people start to do that and build their own businesses in their own brands based off of their passions based off of their mission and their purpose, you're going to see a lot of people stepping into some money. Hell, this 10 of Pentacles ain't coming out in these damn tarot readings for no reason. There's going to be some people up in here hitting the damn jackpot. 
And with that jackpot, you also going to see some people stepping in the ego. It is what it is. As above, so below. You are still going to have some people stepping into ego. Now, I know some folks would say that, you know, that's a quote unquote bad thing. However, I feel like it's good. You know, we tend to forget about duality. Even in the spiritual space, we still need room for growth and improvement. Shout out to uh, um, Sister Myra. I'm not sure some of you may be familiar with her and her work. If not, check her out. Um, some of her lectures out on YouTube. She's amazing. She's a phenomenal spiritual teacher and lecturer. But she has a saying, the universe is not trying to save the world. And that is the damn truth. The universe is not trying to save the world. We tend to think that, you know, with all these shifts that are happening and taking place, the universe is, it's taking back control. But we have this false ideology that all the evil is going to be eradicated. No, honey, it's not. We tend to forget that chaos is always going to remain. No matter how aligned we think we are, something or someone outside of us is going to reflect the need for improvement back to us. And instead of, you know, getting triggered or using that as a way to denounce someone else's divinity or awakened state, we need to use that as a tool to break down the matrix that is inside of us. And a lot of us don't realize we still have a matrix within. It all goes back to self-determination. What was your motivation for getting on this pathway? You have some people who did it for external gain and reward. And those individuals need to look within and find what is it about me that's still unhealed, that's still broken, that still doesn't feel good enough that even within spirituality, I cannot find a sense of self. Even within spirituality itself, I'm still not fulfilled. A lot of folks talk shit about the matrix outside of us. And, you know, that's cool. We forget about the bigger picture. The bigger picture is we're one tiny portion of the whole. So we help make up this matrix that we talk about. So if we want to see that breakdown, then we're going to have to break down the false shit that's inside of us. You have a lot of people who are on this journey who live in the comforts of the false paradigms deep within their own shadows and they don't want to address it. You know, they rather hide behind hashtags and posts and make it seem like they're in perfect harmony. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, honey, they more fucked up than the ones you see walking in the damn church. And that's no shots or shade at the church folk. Cause you got some church, you, hey, you got some people out there that still praising white Jesus and they still know they ain't perfect. They still doing work. Yes, you got church folk who are still willing to do more work on themselves than people in the spiritual community who claim to be woke, who claim to be tapped in. But yet when you go online and read these comments from certain people, certain individuals, certain groups, they reflect otherwise. When we think of the matrix, we got to get these these depictions out of our head that, you know, Hollywood gave us. And yes, while that is true, we got to look deeper. And I know some of you are probably wondering like, well, how do, well, how, how do we do that? How do we dig deeper? How do we break down the matrix inside of us? If you genuinely don't know how to start addressing the matrix within yourself, 
you can start by going back to some of the, the SMART goals that we went over at the beginning of the episode. And I'll repeat them. So the first one I gave was begin the process of acknowledging any patterns that you wish to change or uproot within yourself that will help you become more authentic within the 5D space. So throughout this conversation, you know, if you if anything has come to mind, any thoughts, feelings, sensations, images that makes you feel uneasy that you know, okay, this is a problem for me. Oh, well, wait a minute. I still do this. I still, do, you know, write that down. Because that small, tiny inkling can lead you to a pattern that you didn't even know existed within yourself. And the other one that I gave is once you've identified any patterns that you want to change or uproot, create a plan of action that will simply address what the pattern is. How will you adjust or make any changes? How long will you work towards the goal? And how will you track or monitor your progress when making changes? You know, I'm not going to be one of the ones to tell you shadow work is easy. It's hard as hell. <laughs> you know, it is one of the hardest things to do. It's so easy for us to sit back and critique and judge and write what we don't like about others. It's harder to talk about what you don't like about yourself. I'll give you an example. For me, one of my issues that I didn't like within myself is I didn't like the fact how I so easily allowed people to take advantage of me. I didn't like how I kept my mouth shut when it came to people that I knew deep down inside and didn't truly like me, use me, ask me for ideas, ask me for information. I would just willingly just give it to them just because I felt obligated or because of who they were based on their title. I didn't like that about myself. Why am I giving this person my essence? I didn't like that shit. It was easy for me to be angry, but it was difficult for me to say no to the very same ones that I knew were hurting me. That's a real fucked up way to live. It was easy for me to be angry, but it was hard enough for me to be proud of myself to stand up and say, you know what? No, you ain't getting this off of me. And if you get mad, so to hell what? You already mad, so you might as well stay that way. You're not affecting me. So you, throughout this season, we're, we're going to address a lot of topics related to the self that I hope can really help you all start to not only lift the veil, if you haven't, but dig deeper and discover what else is still in there. What else is still inside of me that I need to uproot, that I need to get rid of? Because let me tell you something, even if you are living that life that you want to live, even if you get the money, the car, you know, you're in your mission and your purpose, you hell, you could be out in the country with a two bedroom house and a fucking farm. I mean, it doesn't matter. No matter how good you're living, there's still always going to be something reflecting, mirroring back to you something that needs to change. There's always going to be a challenge or an obstacle that persists and tries to manifest to help us change. Change is an evolving, consistent door. So we might as well get comfortable with it. Now, with that being said, let's go back to the question that I asked at the beginning of this episode that we left off on. Based off of everything that we discussed surrounding authenticity, more so specifically in a five-dimensional space, self-determination theory, 
Acknowledging the matrix within. Do me a favor right now. Ground yourself and think about this question. Looking at your life right now in this present moment, can you honestly say that you are being authentic as possible in almost every area of your life? Whatever specific areas in your life, whether it's family, career, relationships, outside of the house, whatever area comes to mind, write that down. Write that down and use that as a starting point with those SMART goals to really help you focus inward. We need to get comfortable with the discomfort of knowing we have flaws. We need to get comfortable with the discomfort of acknowledging those flaws. We need to get comfortable with the discomfort and know we're not perfect. Most importantly, we need to get comfortable with not looking at everyone else, but looking at ourselves. Because yourself is the only thing that is going to save you during these times that we're in. You can no longer look at another person and talk about them, what they have, what they don't have, what they look like, what they don't look like. What do you look like to you? That's the only thing that matters now. So we reached the end of the discussion. (laughs) Before I do go, I am going to drop, you know, a seed in your pocket to take with you in your journey as you, you know, grow and decide to plant new seeds in your garden, right? So the seed is this. Based on our conversation about authenticity and self-determination theory, do you feel as though that you have enough integrity and discipline to either start getting rid of the false self, meaning the matrix within you if you haven't, or to dig deeper to make sure all that is uprooted. Do you have what it takes to be authentic with yourself, not with other people, with yourself about who you truly are, what it is that you truly desire, where you truly wish to go and how far you're willing to go on your journey well we reached the end of the episode thank you everybody once again for rocking with me and tuning in if you enjoyed this episode then hey tune in next week to the show we're going to discuss mindfulness in the art of truth telling you know much gratitude and appreciation for those who got all the way to the end i appreciate it it's my first very first episode i'm very grateful for going on this journey of healing teaching and learning with you all and i definitely look forward to hearing a lot of you all's feedback in the comments and hearing your stories as well if you enjoyed this episode of the show and you're like yes this is it this is my vibe then definitely subscribe to our channel on youtube you can also follow us on instagram and tiktok at from seeds to roots thank you so much i'm your host alexis simone and with that being said much gratitude much love y'all have an anointed day ashe